Welcome to the Church of Philadelphia podcast. Get ready for this message to ignite your faith as the power and love of God is shared through his word. Hallelujah. Well, once again, I welcome you to the Church of Philadelphia praise worship and deliverance center where we come we praise god we worship god and then at the end we can get delivered amen and so i thank god for delivering us i thank god for stopping by and being mindful of us this morning and come on i thank god for having us on his mind this morning hallelujah glory to god and giving us another day to come together as a body i know we're not in the physically in the same place but we thank god that he brought us together he open up, you know, uh, uh, the internet and, you know, technology. So we're able to come together. Amen. And honor him. We thank God for that. Amen. For giving us this opportunity to come and worship and open the word together. Hallelujah. God is doing something so amazing in this season. God's been telling us encounter. And even as we begin this encounter session, season God's been saying it is time to break open this word it's time for the people of God to get the word of God so they can have an encounter with the Lord amen not no more just having church as usual amen and sometimes people so used to just having church and you know shouting and falling out and never change come on never better never growing amen but God is getting us in a position where he is growing us amen he's taking us to the new level come on say God take me to a new level God I thank you for growing in you. And so I honor the Lord on today for being so mindful of us. Amen. And so I'm not going to hold you long. I, I, I feel real good to have to bear with me this morning. I feel good. Amen. In my spirit. Amen. Not about my natural body, but spiritually, I feel amazing. Amen. Because of all that God has done. Amen. And what he's doing on the inside of me. Amen. And so I honor the Lord. Amen. For my apostle, Apostle Clavon Leonard, thank God for him, amen, for his leadings and his guidance, amen, for getting us, amen, you know, come on, and for him to come and snatch us up, amen, God used him in such a mighty way to love us, amen, to push us, and so we thank God for that, I thank God for, for overseer Pastor Lincoln Nelson, for First Lady Nelson, we thank God for all the saints, for Eldris, uh, Shakira Leonard, and all that you guys do, thank you for what you do, thank you for being in place, thank you for continuing to serve, amen, and so we honor the Lord, even for those that continue to join in, amen, thank you for joining in with us on this morning, so come on and let's go, um, let's go and do our decree over the word, if that's okay, let's do that first, amen, let's do the decree over the word, amen, we're going to do uh, Deuteronomy chapter 5, and I'll be reading for you verses 31 through 33, and it says, but, but as for thee, stand thou here by me, and I will speak unto thee all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments, but thou shalt teach them that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. And ye shall observe to do therefore as the Lord your God hath commanded you. Ye shall not turn aside to the right or to the left. And ye shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that ye may live hallelujah and that it may be well with you come on glory to God I want it to be well in my life amen say it is well with my soul amen that it may be well with you and that ye may prolong your days in the land 
but ye shall possess. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord for his word. We thank God for decreeing this word over our lives. Amen. Every single Sunday. Amen. As we prepare for this word, we thank God. Amen. For what he is doing. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. We continue to speak things by faith. Amen. Let's speak some things into our life by faith. Amen. That we trust in what God is going to do concerning our lives. Amen. I hope you're ready today. Come on, say, I, I'm ready, God. I'm ready to hear what the Lord is saying on today. I hope you are ready. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am. Amen. I'm excited. Amen. I can't say it enough how I'm so excited about what God is doing in our lives, in the lives of the people, amen, not just for this body, but what he's doing as a whole for the kingdom, amen, I'm just so excited about that, just to hear everything that God is doing, amen, not just for us, but as a whole, come on, glory to God for those that have been standing and believing and fasting and praying and, you know, all of God has been doing so many things, and so I'm excited about it, amen. Well, come on and let's go into it. We are going into the encounter. Amen. Such an awesome screen. Amen. To show us as we are going face to face with God. There are some things that God is going to deal with us right on. Amen. We know that God is coming yet. But we through prayer. Amen. We're going to encounter the Lord like we never encountered him before. Amen. So glory to God. We thank the Lord on today. Amen. So let's go ahead and get on into it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I pray that you are well. Amen. Come on and go. Let's go to Ezekiel. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'll be reading for you verses one through five. And then I'll do 13 and 14. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 37. And I'll be reading for you verses one through five. And if you can grab your Bibles, amen. Grab your Bibles grab a notebook. Amen. I just want you to know we got some things coming along where we're going to give you guys even some notebooks and different things so that you can begin to write down the word of God. You know, I, I don't know about you, but every time I hear the word, I begin to write down things. I write down what God has put in my spirit. I write down things that when, you know, when, when I feel, when, when something come across, you know, I, I say, God, let me write that down. Let me jot that down because I don't know about you. Sometimes I'll forget. Sometimes some, something will come to my, my spirit and I'll forget about it a little bit later on. And so, you know, I thank the Lord, amen, as we continue to write things down. So grab your notebooks, amen. Put aside anything that's distracting you. Turn off your TVs. Come on, tell your kids to sit down and be quiet, amen, and so that you can get what thus saith the Lord, amen. So come on and let's go into it. Let's jump into this word on today. We are going to Ezekiel chapter 37. I'm going to be reading for you verses 1 through 5, and then I'm going to skip down and do 13 and 14. Amen. Glory to God. And the word of the Lord reads, it says, The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, my God, and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. And again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall 
live. Hallelujah. Somebody say, and ye shall live. Hallelujah. Verse 13 says, and ye shall know that I am the Lord when I open up your graves, O my people, and brought you up out of your grave. And ye shall put my spirit upon you, in you, I'm sorry, and I shall put my spirit in you, and ye shall live. And I shall place you in your own land. And then shall you know that I am the Lord has spoken it, performed it, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. And if I had to give you a topic on today, my topic is these bones shall live. Come on, glory to God. Come on, so I did say these bones shall live. Glory, hallelujah. Come on, I, I, I don't know where you are today. I don't know where you might have been giving up on some stuff, amen. But just come on and say it anyway. You go catch it by the end that these bones shall live. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who cares about bones? Amen. Nobody cares about bones. Come on, glory to God. But I come to tell you these bones shall live. Amen. 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 And so I honor the Lord on today for this word. So come on and walk with me as we go into the word of God on today. Amen. And so we are here in the book of Ezekiel. And I love it that Ezekiel, his, his name actually means God is strong. The man God strengthens. Come on. Ezekiel is God is strong or the man God strengthens, amen. And so Ezekiel is from the same time in Lynch of, of, of Jeremiah. You know, God, the Bible didn't really tell us a whole lot about Ezekiel upbringing. We know who his father was, and we know that he was from a priestly priesthood, just like Jeremiah. You know, that that they, were, they came from priests, you know, and but we didn't really know a lot about his, his upbringing up to this point. Amen. And so we know that even just like Jeremiah, you know, if you come from a, a family and a lineage of priests, amen, you know about prayer. Amen. You know about prayer. Some of y'all know what I'm saying. You, you, you were born into a home where your great grandmama, she prayed and your grandmama, she prayed and your auntie numb, they prayed. Come on. Uh, 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 somebody prayed. Amen. And so a lot of you, you know, prayer from your family, the lineage, the things that were passed down to you. And so these men, Ezekiel was from that priestly hood. So he knew about prayer. He knew how to get to God. He knows. And I always go back to what Pastor Lincoln told us even in our first sermon, uh, a part of the sermon series is that how the priests go to God for the people. And so the prophets go to the people on behalf of God. So the priests go to God on behalf of the people. So what the priest does is when the people are dealing with things, things that's going on in the land, they go and they talk to God about it. Come on, look at Moses. You be go, go up on, you go up and you begin to talk to the Lord concerning the people and what's going on with the people. Cause the truth is the people could not handle God. They could not handle going to God. Amen. And so Moses had to stand in that position. And so the priest had to go before the Lord and then God speaks to the priest prophet to point the people in the right direction. And he speaks to the prophet. And so, you know, we always got to remember that God brings us back to this. But the awesome thing about Ezekiel and Jeremiah, they were both, they were priests and they were prophets as well. So God will use them, not just in one area, God will use them in both areas. They will go to God for the people, but then God will always already give them instructions on what to speak to the people. Amen. And so God gave them both. Glory to God. 
And sometimes, you know, even in our own life, I say, God, you know, one is one is already a lot. Come on, one is already a lot. But when God put both of them on you and God said, mm, I want you to be, I want you to come to me as well. You know, you know, that's why priests be running from it. People don't want to be preachers like that no more. They, you know, they don't, they don't want to because that means you got to keep your life together. Come on, you got to keep your life holy so that you can go before God for the people. The people don't want to wait on you to get your life together. Come on, when I need you to get to God for me, I need you to be able to get to God for me, amen. And so, you know, I love it because these men, God used them so mightily. I don't even want to talk just even about Ezekiel's life because God put such a burden on Ezekiel for the people of God. He laid that upon his shoulders. And you don't even understand, even as being a priest and being a preacher, it's not about getting up before the people and, you know, making a show and, you know, all it's, that's not what it's all about. Come on, God lays the burden of the people upon your shoulders. Amen. And so you have to be able to go to God, amen, about this thing and lay that at God's feet. You can't hold on to the burdens of the people. Come on. And so Ezekiel, God gave him such a burden for the people. He did. He had a Ezekiel. Come on. Y'all want to be prophets, but you don't understand that even God had Ezekiel, his wife died and he wouldn't even let Ezekiel cry. Come on. He told him to hold his tears. He wouldn't even let him weep. Come on. You are I'm the weeping prophet. I'm going, you know, I'm a prophet, but I'm sensitive. No, God said, hold your emotions. Come on, you sensitive prophet. Come on, glory to God. You got a word to deliver. Amen. And so he wouldn't even let Ezekiel be in his emotions. Amen. He tell him, don't cry. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Help us today. He even, you know, had Ezekiel to go and lay on one side. He had to lay there, I think it was 390 days. And the Lord made him lay on the left side. And he told him to prophesy while he lay in there. See, y'all ain't hearing me. He would say, he told me, you can't even turn over. You can't even, I need you to lay there on the side for a certain amount of days. Then I need you to lay on the right side and prophesy. Come on, we don't, we want to, we want to twist and turn. Y'all know what I'm saying. Don't make me sit one side. I want to twist and turn. And so God used him. Come on, this for the people that want to be prophets and want to be pastors. Come on, glory to God. And you know, you got a lot to say about a prophet and a pastor. You don't know what people have to walk through. Amen. And so God put this on Ezekiel. He had to walk this thing out, saints. Come on, say, I got to walk this thing out. Come on, you got to walk this thing out, saints. Amen. And so I just want to kind of talk about where is Ezekiel life, his story. Somebody say the story, amen. Because that's really where we're going to be today, talking about the story, amen. And that's the story of his life. But God used him mightily, amen. And so what God told him, he said, you know, that right before this, the chapter before this, he talked about how the house of Israel, they defiled their own land. And, and they had idols and they polluted the land. Come on, God, it gave them a land and they polluted it. They had, they had all these idols they wanted to worship. And so God was letting them know, you know, if, if you look at uh, verse uh, uh, chapter, the, the chapter 36, verse 22. I just wanted y'all to see the scripture, um, Ezekiel um, uh, 36 and 22. I want you to look at the scripture really quick. And, and see, because what the Lord was telling them, even in this scripture, he was telling them, he said, you know, that I'll put my name, come on, my name is going to be upon your life. Amen. Your name is going to be, he said, I'm doing it. He said, not for your sake. He said, but I'm doing this because of my holy name. Amen. 
I'm doing it for my holy name. Amen. 36 and 22. Amen. Glory to God. I want you to see the scripture. Amen. Because I want you to see where this all began because God is talking about the people. He's dealing with the people. Amen. Even in the beginning, even before he go into this chapter, he's telling them, he said, listen, he said that I, you know, I'm not doing this for my sake. I'm for your sake. I'm doing it for my namesake. He said, because when I put my stamp that you got to live holy, he said, you got to live holy. Amen. You can't, he said, even though you walk through all these things in your life, you cannot go away from what is holy. My name is stamped upon your name. Amen. Glory to God. Because God is not going to go back on what he said concerning you. He's not going to go back on it. Amen. So I just wanted to bring that scripture up to you. I just wanted you to go back and put, if you can go back and read the word. Amen. But I definitely wanted you to see that scripture. It says, therefore, say unto the house of Israel, thus saith the Lord, I do not for this your sake, O house of Israel, but for my name's sake which I have profaned among the heathen, whether you went. So wherever you go, it does not matter. I got my name upon you. Amen. Wherever you may go, I got my name upon you. And so I just really wanted to put, th put this out there to you because even as we're going into the story, you got to kind of go back to God. You know, no matter where I've been, you're, you have been upon my life. No matter where the people had went, God is saying, my name is upon your life. Amen. That doesn't change anything. It's the origin of who you are. It's almost like that's the family you born into. The family that you born into, it doesn't change. Come on, you might want it to change, but it don't change. Amen. Even when you go and get married or, you know, you change your last name, your origin of where you came from, your family, come on, that maiden, that maiden name, it doesn't change. Sometimes they ask you, what's your maiden name? Come on, because that doesn't change. So thank you, God, no matter where I went, God, your name was still upon my life. Come on, no matter where I had to walk through, your name was upon my life. Amen. So let's go ahead and go on into it. Amen. Let's go into Ezekiel 37 and, and chapter one. And it says the hand of the Lord was upon me. And so here God is talking to Ezekiel. Amen. After he has dealt with the people, he's going to Ezekiel. He said the hand of the Lord was upon me and God's hand is is upon our lives come on say God's hand is upon my life amen his hand is upon my life glory to God his hand is upon my life amen even as I'm walking through things in my life God's hand is a bit has been a part of your life has been on your life come on when I begin to think about it, I say God you know I've been in accidents come on God I've you know I, I've experienced things come on even when I was was it saved y'all when I, I'm talking about when I was in the world and I, I remember, you know, being at a club and, and, and felt like I just need to leave, get home. And they like, you know, glad y'all left because they were shooting at the club. Come on. We all got them testimony of some things that God hand was upon our life. Come on. That's what he was telling them. That's why I want to go back to that scripture. He said, because wherever you went, I'm my, my hand is still upon your life. Come on. No matter where you go, I will still with you. No matter what you have walked through in your past, no matter what your story was, God is saying, I was walking with you through that. Amen. Thank the Lord. Sometimes I got out right in the nick of time. Anybody know what I'm saying? Some relationships that you got out right in the nick of time. Amen. Some friendships. Come on. God ended right in the nick of time. Glory to God. God will end things. Come on. Say, cause God's 
hands has been upon my life. Glory to God. No matter where you've been, God's hand still was upon you. Even when you was doing the right thing, God's hand was upon you. Come on, they don't want to tell you this. Even when you was doing the wrong thing, come on, God's hand still was upon your life. Glory to God to get you to this place. God's hand was still upon your life. Amen. And so he said, the hand of the Lord was upon me and it carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. So the carry, he carried me, meaning that he took me out. He took me hand in hand. Come on. He was guiding him. And you know what the Lord said, told me, he said, you know what? He said, people want to just keep leading me, God. But see, through this encounter, God is going to guide you. See, we want to just be led, lead me so that I can figure out how to get there. I saw this lady the other day and she was walking across the street and she had a little baby and she was walking, but she wasn't holding her by the hand. And the little girl was, you know, she was walking with the mom, right? The mama was leading her. But the little girl was just kind of all over the place. And I'm like, she need to grab that baby hand. You know, what is she doing? You know, that baby can run off. That baby can do anything. She could step all, she could step over to the left or to the right and something bad can happen. But see, that's what we want. We want God to lead us. We don't want God to, to, to guide us. Come on. We don't want God to grab us by the hand. Come on. Because when you got a child by the hand, what? Well, they ain't going nowhere. They're going exactly where you going. We're going to walk at the same pace. Come on. We're going to get there at the same time. Hallelujah. God told, I said, God, I'm going to do an exercise with the saints. I'm going to line them all up. Come on, glory to God. I'm going to line them all up and I'm going to let one person go forward. Everybody got to follow in the same line as that person. And we're going to see how, how long y'all last. Come on. I said, Lord, the Satan, I'm tired. I can't keep up. Uh, let somebody else lead. I don't want to lead it no more. Come on. We, we will have all kind of stuff going on. Come on, somebody. You know, if, if God put us all in a line and say, I'm going to put somebody first and y'all all got to follow that person. I wonder how that would go. Come on, somebody say, I wonder how that'll go. Come on, I, I, I wonder how that go. Amen, hallelujah. We, we, we'll see if everybody can keep up with the same pace. Amen. And so, because a lot of times we say we walking together, but we really not walking together. Come on, we saying that God is leading us, but some people are moving slow. Some people don't stop running. Come on, some people that was at the front decide now they want to go to the back. Y'all ain't trying to hear me today. We're not really letting God lead us. What we want is God, to, you know, God guide us. We won't just leave me and let's let me, you know, be over here, you know, and let all the other saints stay in the line. No, we need you in the line. Oh, my God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We don't we don't really want God to guide us. Come on. You don't want God to take you by the hand. God carried him. My God. God, just let this tell me where to go. I I'll follow. I just try to follow. No, God is saying, I'm going to this season. I got you by the hand. I want somebody to listen up. Huh? Come on. You got to listen up today. Come on. Glory to God. In this season, God going to carry you by the hand. He's going to guide you. Come on. Come on. We're going to walk on through this thing together. Come on. Because some of y'all, you've been letting God, you've been saying God been leading you and you've been way off. Come on. You ain't be keeping up. You ain't be keeping up the pace. 
Glory to God. You, 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 you've been like that little girl. You kind of wandering off and you, you know, you almost in the street and you all over the place. Come on, glory to God. Come on. Somebody should be grateful. Somebody should say, God, that's me. I know I was all over the place. God, I know my mom been all over the place. God, I know my life been all over the place. I've been like, like the little girl. I was supposed to be following God, but I've been all over the place. Come on, somebody be real today. But God, I need you, God. I want you to guide me. God, I want you to take me by the hand. Come on, glory to God as I walk through this thing, Lord. Hallelujah. But God, God, God is so awesome. He said, I guide you through it. I grab you by the hand. Amen. God, I grab you by the hand. God carried him. God guided him. Come on, so that you can walk straight. There's a straight way. And I, and I even want you, even as we were talking about Ezekiel in the beginning, Ezekiel, because that stuff that Ezekiel did, it was even before the scripture, before this chapter, when the Lord had him to lay on the left side for all them days, 300 some days, and he just laying there prophesying and couldn't turn over, couldn't, you know, and he had to just lay there. Come on, glory to God. It wasn't about, come on, when, when God told him not no more, come on. It was some things that God was disciplining his life naturally to get to this point spiritually. I want you to catch that. There were some things that God had to discipline in his life naturally so he could get to this place spiritually. Because if he didn't have discipline naturally, when God was beginning to carry him into the spirit, he would have missed it. Come on, because he wouldn't be disciplined enough to get into the spirit. Hallelujah, glory to God. And so what God is saying, you are missing things spiritually because you have not learned to be disciplined in the natural. It is so many things that you are determined you're not going to discipline yourself in the natural. You done heard it over and over again. You need to do this right here. You need to do that right here. God is saying, do this, this right here. Cut that right off or cut that off. Don't go back to that. Do this right here. Do that right here. Get into prayer. Come on, get on your face. Come on, glory to God. Discipline yourself. Come on, we don't want to hear the things that God is telling us to be disciplined in, even in your natural life. God said, clean your house every day. God said, mm -mm, you, need to, you, know, you need to be in more loving every day. Tell your family you love them every day. You won't do it. I'm going to do it some days. I'm not going to do it some days. I'm going I'm to sometimes tell them I love them. Sometimes I get aggravated. I'm not going to tell them no more. Come on, glory to God. It is some natural things, amen, that we have not learned how to discipline ourselves in yet. And God is saying, you want me to take you to another place spiritually, but you have not learned how to be disciplined in the natural. Oh my God, I got you today, baby. Come on, hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, he had to be disciplined. I know I just cussed at some of y'all. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He had to be disciplined. Amen. Hallelujah. He had to be consistent. If you had to lay on one side and prophesy, come on, for 300 some days, you know what discipline that takes? Come on, prophet. I understand I'm, I'm a prophet and, you know, you know, prophets, you know, you got to kind of flow. We got our own flow, you know, but if prophet, if God is saying that you got to love the people, come on, then you got to love the people. You got to be disciplined enough. God told him, he said, don't cry. Come on, your wife has passed, but we need you out of your emotions, prophet. 
we need you spiritual glory to God. We don't need you saying what you don't like, what you do like, who you don't like, who you don't want to deal with. Y'all, I'm on y'all today, baby. And I'm going to stay right on your neck, baby, because I want you to get yourself together in this season. Amen. Because God is saying, no, we need to discipline your mouth, prophet. If your mouth is not disciplined in the natural, how God going to discipline your mouth and give you things spiritually to speak when he can't even... Lord have mercy, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He needs you discipline first. Come on, glory to God. You are missing things spiritually because you have not learned how to discipline yourself naturally. It is things God keeps telling you. In the natural, you won't do it. They're talking about, I don't understand why other people, why God doing it for them. And yes, everybody got their own journey. Everybody got their own story. But some things you're missing because you won't discipline yourself first. You won't discipline yourself first naturally. But I'm telling you, come on, to do this week, I want you to go and there's some things that you haven't been disciplined in and you know what they are. Come on, tell me, Pastor Carlos, all and tell us one by one. No, you know what it is. Come on, you know what it is. Nobody got to call and tell you one by one what you need to be disciplined in. Come on, you know what God has been telling you. So God is saying when you discipline in those areas, God said then there are some things I can use you in spiritually. Hallelujah. God wants your desire for the spiritual things, amen, to be in place. But we don't, you won't desire it if you already know your natural life is not in order. Come on. What he told Hezekiah, what? Get your affairs in order. <laughs> you know, the other day I was talking to Kai because I had to preach that Sunday. And uh, I told him, I said, clean your room. I said, you see, you got to get your affairs in order. I said, Kai, I didn't mean to say that. I said, but you know what? Yes, get your affairs in order. I just started laughing. I said, get your room together. I was trying to say, get your room in order. I said, get your affairs in order. Amen. But the truth is, we do need to get our affairs in order. We do need to get our rooms in order. We do need to get our spirit in order. Come on. Hallelujah. You need to get your life in order. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so God carried him in the spirit. God carry him. Amen. Carry me out in the spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. He carried him out in the spirit and he set me down in the midst of the valley. So he set him right in the midst. Come on. He set him in the middle. He set him right in the middle. God, listen, I love the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. He set him right in the middle. I want to talk about in the middle. When I was even looking up the, 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 the meaning of in the middle, it says, it says, okay, it, 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 in the midst, come on, in the midst, meaning in the middle, amen, uncertain, deviation, meaning like a, a source of a origin. So when you're in the, in the midst, in the middle, a lot of times it's an uncertainty. Come on, because some of y'all feel very uncertain right now. You know, my, my, my apostle call it the meantime, meaning that you already left from one place, right? The origin. And then you're here in the middle and you have not made it to the end. Come on. That, that's that meantime place. And a lot of times when you're in the meantime, you got to be 
on purpose, you got to have faith. On purpose, you got to you got to be thankful. Come on, on purpose, you're gonna have to count up the you're gonna have to count up all your blessings. Come on, right in, in, in the middle, y'all, y'all better hear me. Come on, right in the middle, you have to count up your blessing. Come on, in the middle, you have to say, God, keep my perspective right. Because when you in the middle of things and you in the midst, come on, it's easy. Come on, to be uncertain about what's really going on. It's it's easy to say. Well, I can't go back to where I started from. And I don't know how in the world I'm going to get to the end. So I'm just going to sit right here in the middle. Come on, anybody know what I'm saying? I'm going to raise my hand right there. Come on, it's been times I say, God, I'm just going to sit in the middle because I really am so uncertain about where I'm going. I'm uh, uncertain about the next move. Come on, I I know I can't go back. Come on, because I don't even know how to make it back there. Come on, so I'm going to just sit in the middle. And so what he did is he took Ezekiel and he sent him in the mist. He sent him in the mist. It says that he, he, he sent him right in the middle of all this stuff. Come on. And in the middle of it, look at my scripture again. Come on. And right in the middle of it, he carried me out in the middle. He sent me down in the midst of what? The valley. Look at valley. Valley is to break, to rip, or to open imperfect I never y'all when I began to look at this definition in detail I said God I would never think of a valley whenever I would see valley I was always think about a low place but another part of a definition come on a valley was to rip and to break open imperfectly it's imperfect. Come on, meaning a ripping of the ground. You know, it, it, it's, it's not, when you look at a valley, it's not like, you know, it's perfectly lined. Come on, it's just a rip, it's just a rip open. It's a breaking it into the, the level of the ground. And it's an imperfect place. So I say, God, you sit him in a place of uncertainty that looks imperfect. Lord have mercy. And in this valley, I'm gonna put it all together. There's bones. And when I look up bones, it said self, your story. So what the Lord did, when you think about bones, it's a story to tell, right? When, when, when people find old bones, they research old bones. They can, they can take bones and begin to dig up fossils and all these things to gather a story. Because there's a story behind it that maybe somebody not around to tell or able to tell bits and pieces of it. So they begin to dig up things so that they can find, you know, what the story is. Amen. Because when you see bones, you can tell that something happened. Come on, there's a story behind the bones. That there's something that has happened to get to this point. We don't know how we got to this point. Come on. But some of y'all, so, so look at this. He put them in the mist. Um, uh, a place of uncertainty. Come on, he put him in the valley. Come on, which was full of the bones. You know what the Lord told me? He said, what I'm doing is I'm putting you in this place of uncertainty, the imperfect place to look at your story because your story is imperfect Come on, glory to God. If you look back over these bones, if you look back over the story of your life, come on, this, this is where some of us are at right here. Come on, somebody say, God still gonna use these bones. Come on, glory to God. These bones still gonna live. Come on, somebody say, these bones shall live. See, when God is looking at your story, Come on, that imperfect story. Come on, glory to God. The, the, the story that led you to a place of uncertainty. Amen. 
We all got a story to tell. We don't all had to walk through some things. Come on, and it didn't just didn't start at your salvation. Come on, God goes all the way back. Come on, that's what's in your valley. Come on, that's what's in this imperfect place is your story. Is your story. There was still a story to be told. Come on, could somebody say, God, this is not the end of it, though. This, this, this is not the way the story ends. Come on, somebody just say, God, that's not the way the story ends. Come on, hallelujah. I know that you're looking at this valley, and it's all these bones. Come on, hallelujah. And you see all this stuff. And I know you may be in this place of uncertainty, but these bones shall live. God placed them in a place of uncertainty to see the imperfection of the story. God placed him, say it again, God placed him in the, this, this place of uncertainty to see the imperfection of his story. See, some of you are looking at your story and you're looking at the things that just did not go like you thought it was going to go. Come on, you're looking at the imperfections of the story. You're looking at God, where I was born, God, what I had to endure with, with my family, what I've had to walk through through my, you know, through my life. Come on, all the way up to this age. God, why, you know, why is these things, God? God, I'm looking at this stuff. God put him there. Come on, I'll tell you, God put you right there. Come on, if that's your story today, come on, God put you right here because God wants you to look at this thing. There is something that God wants to do. Come on, there is something that God wants to do, amen. And so I, I want you to get into this thing, amen. I want you to see this. Look, go on to verse two, amen. Go on to verse two. And it says that he put him in the valley that was full of these bones, full of the bones. And so what the Lord did, he, call, he said, he calls me to pass them round about. So he put them in, he put him in this place and he calls him to be given to walk around it to pass them around about, to really look at this thing. So God really wanted him to look at the bones. God wanted him to look at the story. Come on, glory to God. God wanted him to see what, what, what all has happened. Come on, God wanted him to see what really have been going on all your life. Come on, glory to God. God wants you to see, because what happens is that we take our story and we bury it, right? We take what we've been through and we suppress it. We, we, we take what, what God has already brought us through and we said, mm, I'm, I'm hiding all that away. God said, mm -mm, I need you to look at it. And this season, I need you to look at it. Come on, this season, I need you to walk around about it. Come on, I need you to look dead into your story. Come on, because there is more that God wants to do with what you've been through. God wants to do what wants to, and not all bad. Come on, even the things that is good. Some of y'all got testimonies you still ain't shared. Some of you know it's some things that God had brought you out of. You still didn't tell nobody. I said, what, what's, what's uh, with, the, with the ninja, the secret ninja saints? Come on. All, all the stuff that God has done, they so secret. You know, you, you see the ninja. Come on, what did ninja do? They, they, you know, you don't even know they're coming. You don't even know they're there, right? They so secretive. Uh-oh. They secret. They walk light, don't they? You, you don't even know. Next day, you know, next day, you know, they in your face. You're like, where did the ninja come from? And some of y'all just, that's how you live your life as a secret ninja. Come on, secret ninja saints. They don't have nothing to say about what God has done. They, they don't have no story about what is God, the, the, the goodness of the Lord. 
Come on, when the last time you told about the goodness of the Lord and what God brought you out of? When the last time you shared, come on, some things that God had to bring you over? Well, because pastor, I ain't see the goodness yet. But it's still something in that story that God wants to use. Uh-oh. God, it, God ain't, it, it, ain't, it ain't done yet. It's still, I don't see the goodness, but it's still something in it. Come on, that God wants to use. If you just, you know, when I was in high school, I made all kinds of mistakes. You need to be talking to the young people. You know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did. Let me tell you. I didn't finish school. Let me tell you, you know, what, what you do instead of saying, you know what? I didn't finish school and I didn't give my best. You go hide the story. Uh-oh. Instead of pulling that story up and tell them, listen, this is what I did, but don't do what I did. Let me tell you, you know, this is how God wants to do. This is, you know, these are the things that God, how God wants to use your life. And you know what? I'm going to go back and I'm going to finish school. That's your story. Uh-oh. But what you would do is you would hide it and you, 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 you don't want nobody to see that story. You don't want to tell nobody about it. You wanted to be these bones in this valley. Come on, I'm after y'all today because some of y'all got so many bones in your valley. Come on, hallelujah. You got so many stories, so many things that you have put in the valley and you have called it as dead. You have said it is over. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. I don't want to get too far into it. But, but, but this is what he said. He said, I caused you to walk around about it. I want you to see this thing. I do want you to see it. Come on, just for the people that don't like to look at stuff. Well, that's just what it was. I'm not looking at it no more. It's in my past. I want you to walk, I want you to look at it. Uh-oh. That's for the people that, you know, like to avoid. You feel like if you avoid things, they'll go away. I'm after you today. Come on. God said, look at it. Yeah, I don't do that. Yes, you do. That's why you always putting them bills in the trash can. Why don't you open them? Tell me, I'm a, I don't want to see what they say. And you just throw it in the trash can. Come on. Glory to God. God almost got me the other day because I got something from the hospital. And I was like, it's probably a hospital bill. I feel like, you know, and I was about, and God was like, open that. Yeah, it was a check. It was a check. It was, I mean, it wasn't a lot. It was $50, but I praise God for it. But what if I'd have threw it in the trash can? I've done that before with uh, my bank. I was like, oh, that's just nothing, but I'm about to throw it away. And it was, it was money. Come on. Because what we do, we want to avoid stuff. That's how you know. You all, we, we always want to avoid things and we avoid it, it go away. Come on, if I don't answer the phone, it'll go away. If I ignore them long enough, they'll go away. Come on, hallelujah. If, if, if I just sit in my house and be quiet and close the windows and don't deal with nobody, that stuff will go away in my family. Come on, it's not going nowhere. You can't just avoid this stuff. Come on, hallelujah. And it just go away. God said, mm, it's time for you to walk around it. You know they crazy acting. I'm just ignoring them. They crazy. God said, no, you better look at this thing. Come on, hallelujah. You, you know, you know, at one time, you wouldn't even let nobody lie to you. If it was a lie, you'd be like, you are, uh -uh, they lying. Now people lie to you and you just, I'm just going to be quiet. God said, walk around and look at it. He said, nah, you're not telling the truth. Uh-oh, that's for somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. One time you said you hate a lie. I don't know who this is for. I ain't even know why I'm going this. One time you hated a lie. I hate a liar. But now you done, now you just got so used to a lie. You just, well, I ain't going to say nothing. Got to say, no, you got to walk around this thing. 
You got to look at stuff in your life. God said he caused them to pass by them roundabout. Look at this definition I was looking at. It says to um, encompass, to protect, to pass roundabout. He said a place of protection. You know, you, you ever seen a, uh, um, a like security guard or like a somewhere like a mansion or something and they have security guards roundabout protection or you see a, a guard dog what the guard dog do he always walking around he's looking it's a place of protection so that I can protect you on every hand but look at another part of, of, of the definition I was looking at it says the woman he says it, it, it's a figurative of Israel instead of holding aloof while in a new future, which creates the affection to pass round about her divine husband. Come on, Sega women. Well, well, what he's saying to us, he said that even in your story, God said that I'll even bring, come on, a place of protection. Come on, he said, because sometimes instead of holding aloof, that's for, you know, the folks that want to keep aloof, somebody playing around, uh-oh jokesters, you know, tricksters. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Come on, glory to God. Come on, saying one thing, but they ain't gonna do another. Y'all know what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, you got enough of that in your story. I ain't got nobody with me this morning. Hallelujah. You, you don't have enough of that. You don't got, God said, you got enough of that in your story. Come on. Hallelujah. But he said, now he said, the reason why I'm causing it, he said a new future, which creates with affection pressed round about her divine. Come on, divine husband. He was talking about Israel, but, but I want to talk to y'all. I want to talk to you today. Come on. I want to talk to the singles, single men and the single women of God. Come on. You got a story. Come on. Hallelujah. But God wants to protect the story. What God wants to do is create something new. Come on, somebody say, God, create something new. Come on, God, create something new. Come on, something that is divine for me. Come on, something that is good for me. Come on, hallelujah. Come on, somebody say, something that is real for me. My God from heaven, something that is real for me. That's what God wants to create for you. I know y'all ain't really with me today because y'all like staying in a uh, aloof. Y'all like staying in on loose. Baby, you better look at the story good. Come on, women of God, men of God. Come on, you, you, you know, you singles, y'all better look at the story real good. Come on, you better go around these bones and you better look at this thing real good. Come on, hallelujah. You better dig into this thing real good and see what God is saying. Mm, I need to make this so new because some of it is God is making you anew. Come on, it's some things about you that you are deceptive. Some things about you, you living in la-la land. Come on, la-la land. Come on, glory to God. We not, you know, we not kicking, we not clicking our heels. Come on, glory to God. We coming out of that thing. Come on, you got to be real about where you are. You got to be real about your story. You come on, you got to be real about these things that you have already been through and walked through. Come on. Hallelujah. Oh, that's a good word today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Somebody just they say, God, I'm not staying in the loof, God. I'm not staying in la-la land, God. I'm not going to be staying in uh, imaginary land, God. I, I'm not. Come on, hallelujah, in Disney, Disney land. Come on, I, I'm coming out of that, God, with all these characters and playing tricks and all this stuff. God, say I got a new future for you. 
Oh, hallelujah. God has given you a new story. Come on, hallelujah. But first you got to look at that. Oh, you got to look at the story. Come on, hallelujah. You got to walk around and look at these bones. You got to look at the story. He said, walk around about them. See the whole thing. See everything that has happened in your story. I'm just tired of, you know, being in these situations. But then you have to check and say, God, what connects me? Why are these familiar spirits? Why is they connecting to me? I always get somebody that ain't about nothing. Okay, but then check what's going on with you. Oh, Lord. You got to check. You got to check what you are attracting. You got to check what is familiar to you. Why is this be? Come on, glory to God. Well, why am I attracting that? What is in me? God, I need to walk around these bones. Come on. Some of y'all should be walking around right now, baby. You got to get up in your house and say, God, let me walk around these bones. Let me walk around in the story a little bit and see why I'm attracting what I'm attracting. Come on, why attract the same kind of friends? Why attract this kind of group of people? Come on, glory to God. Why I keep attracting drama? Why I keep attracting mess in my life? Come on, why I keep attracting people that are use me and abuse me? Come on, why I try? Why God? Hallelujah. Some of y'all gotta look, baby. You better look at the story real good. You better walk around it real good. Come on, hallelujah. God has created a new future for you. Come on, glory to God. There is something new. Come on, somebody say it. God is creating a new future for me. Come on, Israel. Come on, the people of God. God is saying, I'm, I'm divine. Come on, remember God told us at the beginning of the year that we were the bride. He was going to walk us. He was going to present us. He was going to present us. He said, but, but, but you got to look at the story of yours. It's some things you're going to have to learn from. Come on. You got to come out of this land that you in. You got to come out of, you know, vain imagination. Come on. That's vain imagination. You sitting there thinking of, oh, it's just so, oh, it's so good. And God is like, no, you got to come out of that and be real with yourself. Why in my story am I allowing this stuff to keep happening? Why my story still going the same way? Come on, because some things you have let died. It's some things that you have let died. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on, say, God, I thank you for my protection coming. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I, God, I thank you for my protection. Amen. I thank you for my protection, God. Round about my story. You ever told a person your story? You ever told a person your testimony of what you've been through and then they use it and throw it in your face? I've been there. Come on, glory to God. So you barely want to share your story because you said when I share it, people use it against me. Come on, I've been there. But God is saying, don't do it. He said, I'm creating a protection even around your story. I'm a protection around your story where God has said, mm, yeah, go back and look at the story. Go ahead. Come on. There's a protection. Come on. And some of y'all don't even want to look at the story because you don't want to deal with what it, you know, the pain or, or, or what it may come with. 
come on, some of y'all time I've been over him. If you go look at the story, we might find out you not. Uh-oh. You, 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 we may find out that you really may not be over them. Oh, glory to God. See, we don't want to really look in the story because we don't want the details of the story. We don't want what God is bringing out in the story. Come on, glory. So I'm going to walk around about it, Lord. I'm going to do it anyway. Come on. I'm going to do it anyway. Hallelujah. I'm going to do it anyway. He said, behold, he said, there were many, very many in the open valley and lo, they were dry. My goodness. Hallelujah. Look, look, look at, uh, um, look at this place of being dry. The dry, the, when, when something is dry, it's the shortness of life. It becomes dry. It wasn't always dry. Come on, glory to God. But it becomes that. That means there's a shortness of life. Come on, something is drawn out of it. So what happens to our story when things begin to happen, you know, in our lives, we let it dry up. It, but it dried up too fast. Anything, you ever gave up on something too quick? And then you look back, you're like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have gave up on that. You, you ever, you know, started school or something and it got tough or, you know, you had, you know, you had to come up with money or something like that. And then you just like, I don't have the money or, oh, I don't think oh, I had the time. And you just quit. Amen. We all done been there. And then you look back at it and you're like, I gave up too early. I really should have pushed through. You know, now I got to try to get back to it. And that's hard. Starting back into it is hard. Come on, once you in it, you might as well just make the way to stay in it. Come on. I, I remember, you know, going back, uh, even these classes I did last year, it was times I was like, God, I got too much going on. You know, I got the real estate stuff. I got church. I got this. I got that. God, I'm just going to not do it. And uh, uh, Prophetess Risha, uh, first lady, she said, don't quit. She said, Trina, just go anyway. You barely make it to the class. Don't go. She said, don't, don't, don't quit and do your best. Come on. And, 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 I, and I'm glad, I'm so grateful that she said that to me. Because see, some of us, you, you don't have people in your life that, you know, that keep pushing you on. People let your stuff dry up. Let your story dry up and say, well, yeah, that is too hard. Let's give up on it. No, don't give up on it. Come on. I know you balancing three things at once. I know you're balancing it. You got to balance that. Come on. Some of y'all got, you know, you like the cloud. You got all these, you know, balls. You juggle that one time. You're like, Lord, I'm trying to juggle family, trying to juggle a job. I'm trying to juggle this, that, ministry, myself. Come on, trying to get my own self together. All of my family issues. And you're trying to juggle all these things. So it's easy to just let it go. But I want to encourage somebody. Don't let go of it. Don't let nothing drop. Come on, God is going to help you to get through the season of your life. You're going to make it to the other end of the season of your life. Don't let nothing drop. Come on, if you got to say, God, give me the strength to keep doing it. God, give me the wisdom to keep doing it. God, let me stay in prayer. So every day you will give me the, you anoint me every day to be able to do all these things. Come on, glory to God. You anoint me every day to, to do all these things that you put on my plate, but just don't let it drop. Don't let it go. Because it's hard to pick it back up. What happened? You let it go and it'll dry up. Anybody know what I'm saying? Come on. The, 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 the shortness of life will happen. Come on. It'll become dry and then it'll be hard to go back to it. And so what he was saying, he said, look at, he said, even this place that's, that's dry, some parts of your story, you just let it go too soon. Some things that God was doing in you, you let it go too soon. They were very dry. <laughs> Glory to God. Some of y'all been let it go. 
Ooh, Jesus, hallelujah. You didn't let it go last week. Come on, you didn't let it go a, a month ago. Some of y'all let it go years ago. It's very dry. It been in that dry place. The bones been living there. My God, have mercy, God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what, God, he said, you know what? He said, it's some things. He told me, here's some things. He said that you were doing in the beginning of your salvation. You no longer doing now. Y'all, I was, I, I didn't even know what to do with myself. I'm gonna say that again. God says some things that you were doing in the beginning of your salvation, you are no longer doing now. It's some things that you will believe God for. I said, God, what are you talking about? He said, you will believe me by faith. It had no explanation for it. You, you, you will believe me by faith. It didn't even have to be an explanation. It didn't have to be something that would make sense. It didn't mean you'll be like, I'm just going to do it. Come on, God, shame me so bad. I did not know what to do. He said, but now you always need an explanation. You need a reasoning. It need to make some kind of sense. It need to, you know, and God said, what happened to that? What happened to that? He said, it's things that you, it's very dry. Oh my God, hallelujah. I said, cause God, where did I let it go? He said, it's just dry, just know that. Come on, just know that. Come on, don't even try to ask God. I, I wanna know, did it happen six months ago? Did it happen a year ago? God said, it's just, dry. it's very dry. He said, you, you been let it go. It's some things that you are not doing that you did when you first got saved. It's some things that you will believe God for back then you still ain't doing now. Come on, you will pray for people. Come on, you will keep your word every day. Come on, you will speak the truth. Come on, hallelujah. If people like it or not, now you won't even be able to speak no truth. I'm just going, I'm just, I don't want to tell nobody the truth because people's feelings get hurt. Back then you was telling the truth. So why you don't tell the truth now? Oh my God. People feelings was hurt back then. They still going to be hurt. They feelings going to be hurt to the end of time. But who cares about people feeling? Come on, we care about your soul, baby. We care about you making it into heaven. Come on, hallelujah. We, we care about you getting it right with God. Come on, hallelujah. That you don't, don't spend your days, come on, glory to God, dealing with all these things and all, you know, uh, 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 Sister Tanya, about to call her Minister Tanya. Uh, 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 Tanya gave a word of the morning and it really registered to me uh, on Friday. And she began to talk about how when people are in sin, they, the, the peace of God is no longer in their heart. And then they begin to search for that peace. And it brings on sin and bring on sadness because you're missing that peace that's supposed to be in your heart. And I say, God, that is so true. You know, you know, you're supposed to tell people the truth so they can get back where they need to be in God and tell them, get rid of sin. But you're trying to pet them. Don't cry. You sad. It's okay. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. You gonna make it. You know, it's all right. You know, and all this stuff. Baby, they sad because they don't have the peace of God in their heart because of sin. Sin has separate them. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't trying to hear me. Instead of telling them, you know what? You ain't sin. You need to come out. You ain't sin. You need to do better. You living in sin. Come on, glory to God. And, and, and you, you know it's things that God telling you to do and you're not doing it. Come on. So you need to come out and then you get rid of that sadness. Then you can find the peace of God again. Oh my God, hallelujah. You trying to 
getting them tea and, and donuts to make them feel better. Baby, I don't have... Lord, hallelujah. And one time you would tell him about sin. He said, but what? Y'all, I'm talking about me. God said, you want to get them cupcakes and, and ice cream. He said, but, but, but at one time you would tell him about sin. He said, you're not doing what you were doing before. My God. He said, you would do it. What happened? Amen. Come on and say, these bones shall live. Come on and say, but these bones shall live. Amen. These bones, glory to God, they shall live. There was many dry bones. Your story has dried up. You have let what you, your, your story or where God's, you allow this thing to dry up. The things that God has placed in you, you allowed it to dry up. Come on, the gifts that God has put in you, you allowed it to dry up. Come on, glory to God. He said, Lo, they were very dry. Oh, have mercy. Help us today. Come on, let's go on to my next scripture. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's, let's go. He said unto them, he said, son, he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answer, oh, Lord God, thou knowest. He said, can they live? I love it because there's a, a conversation. There's communication between God and Ezekiel. Come on. Somebody say prayer is communication. So when we pray and we talk to God, remember we said Ezekiel knew about prayer. He knew about going to God. He knew about speaking to God. And he was also a prophet. So he knew about hearing from God. So they were communicating back and forth with one another. God wants to communicate with us. Come on. He just don't want us just coming, just talking. And then we didn't hear nothing. Come on. He said, son of man, can these bones live? He was speaking to him. This thing got so personal. He called him the son of man. He, this thing got so personal between him and God. Yes, God was speaking to man. Amen. He was speaking a new vision for the story. But the thing was, you know, Ezekiel said, oh, Lord, thou knowest. He said, because God, only you know about this. Only you know how to pick up the story. God, only you know where I left off at. Only you know, God, how these things I've allowed to dry up in my life, how they're going to live. God, only you know. And the truth is, God only knows what's going to live and what, what God is called to just continue to. Because some things we don't need to cause life to. Y'all hear me today. It's some things that you don't need to cause life to. Because some of that stuff, it need, it, it, you know, you need to walk around it and you need to get what God is telling you. But, but some of that stuff don't need to live again. Y'all hear me? Glory to God. It's some things that, that of your past, God said, you can't cause life to that no more now. Come on. And what he said, he said, God, only you know. Only you know, God. He said, oh, Lord, I answer, oh, Lord, God, meaning, oh, Lord, God, my master. Master, only you know. Come on, God only, God has the master plan. Somebody say, God has the master plan. Come on, we don't, we don't know the plan, amen. But God knows the master plan for our life. He said, oh, Lord, you are my master. Remember, we talked about how it takes you to be disciplined to even go further in the spirit. We talk about going into that holies of holies and into that place with God. You got to you got to really first acknowledge that God is your master. 
God, is it, it doesn't matter how much Ezekiel knew. It doesn't matter how, you know, saved he was. He understood that God is my master. Come on, not you. I know you, you know, you, you, you take a position in your life. Like you can, you know, I got it all. And he understood. He said, God, you the master. I'm going to say that about one or two more times because I want you to know he the master. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He got the masterpiece and he's, he's looking directly at you. He's looking directly at you. And he said, I know, you know, how you've left these bones. Your story. He said, but I, come on, hallelujah. I say what live, not you. Uh-oh. Oh, Lord. I say what live, not you. I say, you know, God says what, what, what goes on. Come on. God says that there's not an end, not you. you it, it's in, it's over. He said, I'm the master. I say when it's over, my God. I, I say when, when, when it's done, not you. I'm going to move on. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody need to hear that one right there. Amen. Glory to God. He said, thou knowest. And look at verse four. Amen. And it says, and again, he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones. So he told him again, he came back again and he began to talk to him. He said, you got to prophesy until these bones. And when I even begin to look up, you know, even begin to look at how to prophesy. Come on, prophecy, it, 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 has, it has its focus. Come on, we're not, people just, just, just prophesying just because you don't prophesy for friends. You don't prophesy for likes. You don't prophesy, you know, for money. You don't prophesy for fame. You know, you, you, you don't prophesy to get a big stage. Y'all hearing me today. Come on, glory to God. You know, because we got all these, uh, um, um, social media prophets. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you don't prophesy for all these things. You know, you know, the reason why God put prophets in place. Come on. I got four things listed here to encourage or restore covenant faithfulness. Come on. That's what he was telling him. He said, prophesy to these bones because he said, your story got to be restored and it needs to connect. Come on. It needs to be, there's a covenant. Come on. That God made with us. Come on. From the beginning, there was already a covenant there. Remember, God told the people, he said, no matter where you go, I'm still going to be with you. My holy name is upon you. He said there was a covenant. He said, so I got to restore your story. I got to restore, you know, what you have already walked through that covenant of faithfulness. Also telling of future events, the truth about what is to come. He was saying, he said, I need you to prophesy and let the story to your story that there is some more things to come. You can't die here, bones, because there is still more to come. You can't die here, purpose, because there is more to come. Hallelujah. You can't drop off right here because there is more. He told him, he said, prophesy. Let them know that it's more to come. There's so much more ahead of you. If you would allow God to align you, come on, there was so much more ahead of you. The story is not over. Encourage obedience. The prophetic word comes to get you so you can obey. Remember we talked about earlier how first the obedience, it took obedience for Ezekiel in the natural so that God can use him spiritually. 
He said, in your story, I need you to be obedient and warn you against disobedience. The prophetic word will come and it'll warn you and say, you keep going this route. This is what's going to happen. You keep disobeying, you're going to hit a brick wall. Come on, God talked to me like that. I, I don't know, God, God will speak to me. And he'll say, now, if you keep on with this right here, you keep on like this, this is this. Come on, because God will always have an encouraging word. Come on, sometimes God has to give you a warning and say, if you don't stop, you will lose your family. If you don't stop, everybody you love going to walk away from you. If you don't stop, Come on, God will warn you and say your disobedience is going to lead you here. So he told him, he said, you got to speak to these bones. Speak to the story that God is restoring it. The things that you have let die and fall off, God is restoring it. God is telling you there is a future. Come on, there is more that I have. God is saying you got to obey. Come on, you got to speak to your story and say, mm, we got to obey the will of God. Come on. And then God said, also, you got to know if you go in disobedience, come on, you'll find yourself back in the same place. Come on, hallelujah. Some of you have given up because you keep finding yourself back in the same place. But God said, it's time to obey. It's time to obey. Come on. In, in March of 2023, you're going to have to learn a new testimony. Is that God, I obey. I left all my excuses. Come on, hallelujah. And now it's time for me to obey. Oh, I can shout and jump and holler, and holler, and jump. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. God, March of 2023, God, I'm going to obey. I'm going to follow, I'm going to do those things. I'm going to let God guide me. Because leading, leading wasn't working, Jesus. I was coming, but I was doing a lot of other stuff. Come on. I, I, was, I was trying to get there to where you were, but God, I was all over the place. Come on. But God, in this season, God, I need you to guide me, God, so I can get to this place. I got to obey. Come on, somebody to say it by faith. Say, God, in this season, God, I'm going to obey. God, I'm just going to obey. Come on, I'm not going back to those disobedient ways. Come on, hallelujah. And I'm going to obey. He said, Bones, get up. Look at this. Look at this. God is saying you, you got to prophesy. He got to prophesy. Come on, hallelujah. He said, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, oh, ye dry bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. He said, dry bones, you got to hear God. You got to get up from here. Well, and we're not going back. Come on, all year long, God. I've been walking this day, God. All year long, God. Come on, I'm, I'm going to have camels all year. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm experiencing all year long. Hallelujah. I'm not just going to obey just a little bit so that I can get a good little bit of goodness in March and then spill over into April, but then go back. He said, prophesy to the bones and say, oh, ye job bones, hear ye the word of the Lord. See, when you receive this word, when you receive this word and you allow your story to get up, come on, the things that you, you, you've let die to get up. 
come on. He's saying, you, you got to do this all year long. You can't lay back down. Anybody know what I'm saying? That you start off the year strong and then you lay back down. Come on. You started out good. And then by July, you just like, I, I, I done gave up. Come on. Come on. This is a sure word from the Lord. God is saying you, you got to prophesy to these bones and tell them to hear it. Tell them to hear the word. Look at this. You got to hear the word of God. In verse five, it says, thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter in you and ye shall live. He said, behold, the Lord said unto the bones. God is speaking to the bones. God is the Lord. The, 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 thus saith the Lord God until these bones. God, you speaking to a dry place. You're speaking to my story. Come on. You're speaking to this place of uncertainty. God, you're speaking, come on, hallelujah, to this place that's, uh, that's, that's not perfected. And you're speaking to it? Yes. All the imperfections, come on. God is speaking to it. And he said, I will, he said, behold. Look at behold. He said, a calling to attention to some fact upon which action is to be taken or a conclusion based. He's calling attention to it. Come on, he's calling and there's going to be an action in the conclusion. You know what the Lord was telling me this? He said, because what happens is that we allow God to start the story. We get in, you know, you ever wrote a story in school? What you got to do? You got to do the introduction. You do the body, right? And then what comes at the end? What's the last paragraph? The conclusion. That's what comes. Nobody want to read no story. That's the body of the story. You got all, all these nice paragraphs. But where is the conclusion? You, you, you ain't even in the story right. Come on, somebody. It's a missing piece to the story. Because you, you, you got to the second or the third paragraph. And then you just stopped. God said, behold, he says to call attention to it. Come on, I can get a conclusion to the end of this thing for you. You stopped right in the middle and gave up. Come on, you, you know what God has placed in you, but you give up. Why? Because it became too hard. Why? Because, you know, it's good enough right here. And some of y'all, it's just, you know, it's just good enough right here. I just stay right here. That's good. But God has to press you. God pressing all of us in this season. He is pressing us. Amen. He's like, no, it's not good enough. We get one place in our life. We're like, that's good. That's not good enough. As a believer, we got to continue to grow. Come on, we should be always involved and we shall always be moving. Come on, glory to God. God said there is still a conclusion to your story. Amen. He told him, he said, and behold, amen, behold, I got to give a summary. And it says, and he said, and behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Come on, hallelujah. Your story got to come alive again. I will cause breath to enter in you and ye shall live. I shall call your, your story to have life again. 
Come on, I'm going to cause it to have life again. Come on, to breathe, you know, you know, and I say, God, even the breath of life. Some of us, you know, you may feel like it's violent, like God, you know, I know about this encounter, but God, you know, the, the, the breath, come on, of you putting things back together in my life. It feels a little forceful, God. Come on, hallelujah. It, it, it feels like you're, you, you're, you're taking me, you're pushing me into this thing because God is saying, I'm trying to cause you to live. That's what I'm doing. I'm causing you to live. I'm causing you to pick up, come on, where you left off so that you can live. That's why it feels forceful. That's why I feel like God is pushing and pressing you. That's why it feels like, God, you know, can you just, just let me just do already what I was doing? And God is saying, no. I can't let you do what you was already doing. Because what you were doing is allowing the story to die. What you was doing is letting what I have called you to do and what I placed in you to die. That's what you've been doing. Come on. But God said, no. He said, I want to cause you to live. Amen. And look at verse 13. I'm about to end, y'all. Glory to God. 13 said, and you shall know that I am the Lord when I open up your graves and my people and I brought you up out of your graves. He said, you shall know. Come on, you shall know. Come on, say, I shall know. I shall know. Why? Because God is teaching you. God is teaching. He wants you to recognize. God wants you to understand this thing. Amen. God wants you to understand. And see, God is giving you, and God, what's what God wants to do? He want to give you an understanding of what you've been through. Come on, God wants you to get an understanding of your story. God want to give you an understanding. That's why he told him, walk round about it. I need you to look and see this thing to, for real. Come on, why you lost what you lost? Why you lost a, a family member? Why, 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 you know, come on, why, why the things went? God is saying, I, I want to give you an understanding. It is some things that God needs you to understand. He said, you shall know. You shall know. Come on. Some of y'all around here just don't have no understanding of, of where you've been and where you're going. God used me, but you don't understand where you've been and don't know where you're going. Come on. Hallelujah. And you shall know. Come on and say, God, I shall know. Come on. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on. Because I have learned. Come on. It's some things that God has want me to learn. Don't know where you've been. Don't know where you're going. Come on. Glory to God. He said, but you're going to know that I am Lord. Come on, I'm making it known unto you. Amen. I'm making it known unto you. It's some things that God is making known. Come on, say, God, make it be known unto me. There are some things, come on, but you got to stay in that place of intimacy with God. Right? We're talking about an encounter and prayer because there's an intimacy that is needed between you and God. So there are some things that God can make known unto you. Right. We make known unto people that are intimate with us. Close to us, the people that live in your household going to know more about you than people on the outside. I know you are like, well, no, I tell them look, they will never know everything about you. Like how that person that lives with you. Right. Because you see them every day. You see them when you wake up. You see them when you go to bed, you're eating, you know, you're going about when you're doing nothing. You see one another. So, you know, the intimate parts of one another. So you make known who you are to those people because of the intimacy.
So when God is saying, I need you in prayer, he said, because I need this closeness with you and this intimacy with you. He said, so you can know, come on, hallelujah. I can make known unto you. Y'all hearing me today? Hallelujah. God want that intimacy with you. And he said to, to be known. And your story, amen, the story that God wants to make known in your life, amen, God wants to do this thing, amen, it is designed just for you. And he said, I'll open up your graves and my people that brought them up out of the graves out of the tomb, out of this, this place. Come on. We, we know that God is able to do it. Come on. We know the life of Jesus. You know, we are coming up on Easter, you know, a uh, resurrection Sunday. And so we, we know even as God took the life of Jesus, what did they do? They, they put him in the tomb. They said, you know, that's it for him. We killed him. It's dead. Come on, somebody. Y'all know that song back, back in, and in the third day. Come on. That's not how the story is. Come on. Hallelujah. God, what happened? Jesus got up. Because why? That's not how the story ends. See, they wrote it off as an ending. Don't you, don't you understand? Some people wrote your life off to say it was already at the end. Don't you know the enemy never intended for you to be at this place right here because he thought what you went through two years ago, what you had, you know, had to walk through five years ago. Come on, what had happened to you a year ago that he would have took you out of here, that you would never be at this place right here in your life. It was never, he said, I Ben was going to take her out. I Ben was going to take him out. Come on, I was going to let this good happen to her and it was going to be so good that she was going to leave God. I was going to let this happen good to him and he was going to leave God. Come on, I was going to let this, this, this person, this, this happen, them do this to them and then they were going to give up on God. Come on. Hallelujah. Because the enemy already had counted you out. Some people in your life has counted for your story to end. Y'all hearing me? And some people in your past and some people a part of your story. Come on. That already counted that it's going to end for you. But God is still God. In the same way, come on, they thought it was over, but Jesus is not over. Come on, somebody said, this is not how the story go end now. That, that, this is not how it's going to end. Amen. This is not how it's going to end. He brought, he opened up their graves and he said, oh, my people, and brought you out of your graves. Up out of your graves. Oh, my people. I love it. He said, I'm going to bring you right up out of this place. And look at verse 14. He said that I shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live. And I shall place in you your own land. And then, yeah, she, and I'm sorry, then shall ye know that I, the Lord, has spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. And I shall put my spirit in you. Come on. It is time for your spirit. God said, I'm putting my spirit in you. Amen. Come on. But it is time for you. And it says, you shall live. It's time for you to respond to the spirit of God. It is time for you to respond. Come on, say, God, I'm responding to the spirit of God. Amen. He said, I shall put, first he said, I will put my spirit in you and you shall live. There is a response from the bones. 
It is time for my story to respond. It is time for me to respond to God. Come on, and not just one part of me. Come on, say, God, my mind, my heart, and my spirit. Come on, it's all going to respond. Come on, hallelujah. Because sometimes I had caught something in my spirit. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it, God, hallelujah. And my mind was all over the place. Come on, hallelujah. Or sometimes, you know, God would speak something to me, but then my heart wasn't in the, you know, my heart was still caught up in the bones. Come on, my heart was still caught up in a place of dis a, 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 a disappointment that I could not respond to God. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? But I say, God, my mind, come on, say, God, my mind and God come on in my heart and come on God in my spirit we all gonna respond hallelujah for these bones to get up and live they all it all had to respond to the word of God and to the spirit of God and he said and I will place you look at that again guide you I'm gonna place you Come on, God, I thank you. Hallelujah, God. Glory to God. Come on, in this season, I'm walking hand in hand with God. Come on, somebody. I'm walking hand in hand with God. He said, I'm going to place you in your, in your own land. And you shall know that I am the Lord has spoken it. God is going to perform it, saith the Lord. So you're going to know, I spoke this concerning your life. I started this. I did this work in you. And I'm about to perform this thing. There's about to be a performance. Come on. I'm about to perform this thing. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Who, who could deny when bones got up? Come on. And stood up like an army. Come on. Who can deny that what was dead? Come on. Hallelujah. And, and, and now there's a story that rising up. Now these bones can live out another story. They can live out the rest of this thing. Who can deny God? He said, you're going to know that I did it. Come on, hallelujah. You're going to know that I performed it. And so I bless the Lord on today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm telling you, these bones, they're going to live. Amen. But these bones shall live. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What was counted for dead, what I, I love. Come on, God, these things are going to live. Hallelujah. God is going to perform it. God is going to do it. Amen. Thanks for tuning in and please make sure to visit us at churchatphila.com for more podcasts and ways to connect with us on social to like, subscribe, follow, and share content as it comes along. Special thanks to those who give in so many ways to this ministry. We could not do any of this without you. And if you want to give or be a part, visit churchatphila.com forward slash give for more information. Thanks so much for listening. God bless.